Have you ever wondered what four jackasses sound like? Yeah, well, I, got, I got distracted. Well, now you do. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jack Podcast. Hey, Jack Pod Nation. What's up? It's your boy, D-Row. You know, just, uh... Getting ready for Christmas. Have I done any Christmas shopping yet? Nope, because real men shop on December 24th. So, joys of being the bachelor life. Um, So, we are two days out before the Christmas holiday here. And it's it's been, <laughs> it's been one of those weeks for every, all of us here at the Jack's Podcast. I literally did not get home till almost 7.15, 7.30. Uh, Kyle had his fuses blow out of his house. Uh, Jordan is playing the new Halo, and Andrew is, I believe, driving to the west side. Oh, man. So, uh, I am two seven and sevens deep right now as I'm doing laundry, getting ready to prepare for my flight tomorrow to uh, the Seattle area for Christmas. But... You in the Jack Podcast Nation, all you jackwads out there, deserve a show for this week. And damn it, that's what you're going to get. So, um, not very many matchups to cover last week. Um, if you would like a fun bet, uh, I will be talking about the Seahawks game. Um, let's see how emotional I get, how many swear words I say. Uh, because there was some stuff that, uh, well, I'll talk about it later. I'm getting too fired up already right now. So, um, week 15, there was only four teams that played each other. Everyone else is on a bye. Uh, we had, uh, Kyle versus Ken in matchup number one, and we had Garrett versus Bird in matchup number two. Simple thing, the higher seeds won. Both Kyle and Garrett both won. Um, Ken really missed having Lamar Jackson with Lamar being out. Um, he started out very hot with a 39-point performance from Travis Kelsey, but Kyle matched him with a 35-point performance uh, from Mark Andrews, and Ken literally got... Um, 11.3 points from his running backs and Kyle got 17 from uh, from uh, Zeke Elliott um, not even Williams from Denver um, he put up 12 points as a running back but Russell Gage somehow put up 21 for Atlanta for Kyle so Kyle pretty much had this thing locked up um, at one point it was looking like he didn't even have he could have kept Tyler Lockett in his matchup and with Lockett not playing and still beat Ken um so Ken unfortunately injuries caught up to him and he just just didn't get the production he needed at the right time and he is now in the uh fifth place game matchup um 
Garrett versus Bird. Bird, he made that late run, but he just couldn't finish. Got 34 points from Josh Allen, 21 from Christian Kirk. But outside of that, he got nothing. We're talking one from Claypool, five from Jared Cook, six from Miles Gaskin, three from Cordero Patterson, and four from Brandon Ayuk. Um, if you do that math, when Bird got eighteen, when sorry, when Garrett got eighteen from Eckler and eighteen from Miles Sanders, the Bird was pretty much cooked. Um, oh, excuse me, I'm getting the alcohol burps here. I do apologize. Um, <laughs> but Garrett might have won the battle, but it came out as, as a cost. Uh, he lost Chris Godwin, torn ACL, done. Austin Eckler showed up on the COVID list. He's potentially out this week. Leonard Fournette, doubtful leg injury. He's probably not going to play. Uh, David Njoku, questionable. Miles Sanders, questionable. I mean, Garrett almost lost his entire starting offensive unit this week. He still has Aaron Rodgers, but without his big play players this week, his goose could be cooked, and Andrew Dyson might just waltz right into the playoffs going, ha, 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 look at me, boys. It's my revenge tour from last year. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, jeez. All right, so moving on to the matchups for this week. I just broke down. It's uh, Garrett versus Andrew Dyson in the first uh, playoff matchup in week 16. Um, <laughs> can Andrew turn around and somehow pull out this victory after being in ninth place about six weeks ago? We'll find out. Garrett, can he find magic on the waiver wire to replace it? Um, Right now, his matchup is Aaron Rodgers at quarterback versus Jalen Hurts for Dyson. Amari Cooper versus Mike Evans, who's also questionable for Andrew. Uh, Hollywood Brown for Garrett versus Vance Jefferson for Andrew. Miles Sanders, who's questionable, versus Antonio Gibson, who's also questionable. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus Joe Mixon. How much does Cincinnati run the ball? Will Joe Mixon be a huge factor? That could make or break Andrew's season right there. Hunter Henry versus George Kittle. And the um, Kittle, he's just been a beast these last couple weeks. Can he step up and have another huge week? Or will we fall back to earth? Stay tuned to find out. Uh, and then a very interesting matchup. We have Sony Michelle versus Tyler versus T. Higgins. Sorry. Um, so... Andrew relying on the Bengals offense a little bit here. Can it pay off? Tune in to find out. Uh, Garrett hoping he went with a long shot here. Odell Beckham Jr. Can OBJ live up to his past potentials? If he does, it might be a huge get for Garrett. If he doesn't, well, Andrew has James Conner against Indianapolis, and who knows? Will James Conner produce on Christmas, getting a couple Christmas touchdowns? We'll find out. Uh, and then uh, Garrett is going with New England's defense against Buffalo. Uh, it's in New England. It's not in Buffalo, and it's not raining or snowing. So it'll be interesting to see how many points are scored in that game. Uh, and then we have San Francisco versus Tennessee for Andrews. So um, 
again, it's going to come down to health. Will there be any last-minute COVID-added people? We don't know. I think that's going to be uh, the the huge decider in this game is the health of everybody. Um, and then in our last matchup for the teams still in the playoffs, this matchup has been, oh, three to four years in the making. Um, about three years ago, these two teams, you would have thought would have been on a collision course for the finals. And then both of them pooped the bed in the first round of the playoffs and were out. Um, these two teams have a pretty story rivalry. They both get pretty fired up with each other. Uh, it's going to be a very fiery Christmas week. Uh, and it is the Kyle versus D-Row portion. Uh, quarterback matchup. Uh, D-Row going with the hot hand of Justin Herbert. Kyle going with Dak Prescott against Washington. Fun fact, Herbert's projected to get 38 points against Houston. This is plausible, but also it is Houston, and they could get out to a huge lead, and Herbert shouldn't have to play the second half. So that's a very another plausible thing to do. Uh, we have Justin Jefferson versus the Rams and Debo Samuel against Tennessee. Uh, D-Rose going with DK Metcalf. Will Metcalf show up against Chicago? Will, will uh, Russell Wilson not be a little bitch and get the ball to DK? We'll find out. Uh, and then Tyler Lockett, will he be COVID clear for Kyle? That's another one we need to find out. Uh, running back-wise, this is kind of tilting a little bit towards Kyle. Uh, Andrew has Nick Chubb versus Najee Harris. And then Andrew's going with Michael Carter versus Ezekiel Elliott for Detroit. For Jesus, Dallas, Andrew, what the hell is your problem? Uh, tight end room, uh, Andrew has, the big, has a big boom bust. Kyle has always reliable Mark Andrews. See who does there. Uh, wide receiver flexes. We've got uh, Jamar Chase versus Russell Gage. Uh, can Chase keep it up for D-Row or will he recess? And then um, <laughs> Cooper Cup versus Antonio Brown. Um, can Is A-B actually going to do something and show up or not? Um, that could be huge. Cooper Cup, will he just continue it? Uh, defensively, we got Seattle versus Chicago. Uh, and then Buffalo uh, at New England. So this is supposed to be a very high projected scoring game. We'll see if both teams uh, live up to that projections. Uh, moving on to the loser bracket or consolation bracket. Um, in the fifth versus sixth, we've got Ken versus Bird. Um, <laughs> both these teams now pretty much have shown why they are the in the in the five and six matchup, uh, both have kind of been bird barely snuck into the playoffs. Ken has been on a backslide ever since Lamar Jackson got hurt, and now he also has Travis Kelsey on the COVID list. So hopefully Ken can get healthy. Otherwise, it's just going to be like a giant patty cake game. Um, moving on to the the other constellations bracket, uh, we have Danny versus King Dragon. Danny is livid that he did not make the playoffs. Will he go on an Andrew Dyson-esque run and just absolutely obliterate the competition and win the loser's bracket? Uh, we saw that happen last year, and now that guy's in the playoffs, so maybe Danny just will take out his frustration against Eric. Uh, but fun note, uh, Eric actually had the most highest points scored in the league last year. So better late than never, Eric, but uh, sorry, you're also not winning money because it's only in the regular season. 
Uh, last matchup, we have Jordan versus Alicia. Um, Alicia has Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. But unfortunately, you can't just have one person play uh, fancy for you. Uh, she can't have Jerry Judy get a goose again. She can't have Rashard Penny get hurt again. Uh, she can't have Devin Singletary not do anything for Buffalo. She needs Daryl Henderson to score a couple touchdowns. She needs like a 40-point performance from Dallas against Washington uh, to have a, sh a shot. Uh, Jordan, uh, he is he has died in the Russell Wilson grave. Um, he has gotten very little performance out of Alvin Kamara this year. Uh, Noah Fant, Mike Gesicki. He's literally going with two tight ends. Uh, bold strategy, Cotton, um, and a rookie wide receiver. Uh, so, bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how it turns out for you. So, um, yeah, that's the matchup for this week. Uh, hopefully, everyone gets what they want. Um, and it's not too crazy of a Christmas. Uh, and some Christmas miracles happen for you this week in fantasy. Um moving on so uh some questions were asked jack podcast season uh who is one player uh who sank your fantasy season this year uh some people that might be the christian mccaffrey injury i know that really hampered uh ken um just pretty much some of the running backs that got drafted high overall uh like um cmc kamara missing a couple games um Oh, frick. Um, King Dragon's favorite um, for the Giants. Um, I make fun of him every week, and I feel really embarrassed for forgetting his name. Um, Penn State running back. You know who I'm talking about. We're just going to keep going. Uh, the Seahawks losing Chris Carson. Um, just, you know, Dalvin Cook not being there for a couple of games. Like, the running back position although very valuable in fantasy, like it was just a total S show. And I feel like that kind of burned a lot of people. Uh, wide receivers, on the other hand, um, you've got um, Cooper Cup, who's just been on fire this year. We're going to the king category. Um, you've got a um, couple of quarterbacks that, you know, um, Tom Brady, no one I he's 45 years old he should not be putting up the fantasy numbers he did but then he got shut out this week so maybe Tom Brady's dead um but hey you know sometimes you're gonna win some sometimes you're gonna have a guy that you pick up a waiver that does that that just goes off for you um so yeah sorry for those bad answers but hey you know what you're gonna do um also uh in regards to uh, this last Sunday, we had uh, the PGA Tour stop, and they had uh, Charlie Woods and Tiger, so Charlie's son, proving why he is just one of the best golfers. He, him and Tiger went on just an incredible, I think it was like 12 straight birdies at one point to close out the round um, and just made every single grown-ass man just be like, I am the worst golfer of all time watching Tiger's son hit. And then you find out who actually won. God bless him, John Daly, and that beautiful mullet 
the cigar, smoking them darts, mullet flaring, drinking beer with his son on the golf course. They won the tournament somehow. It's like it's it's going to be one of those things like the Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, playing with his dad, like the time they hit back-to-back home runs in the game. Uh, if you actually look up the matchup, they actually lost. So uh, <laughs> God bless John Daly. Uh, I think he might be the Gardner. Gardner Minshew is the John Daly of the NFL. I'm just going to come out and say that. Um, but God bless you, John Daly. Thank you for being the beautiful, sexy man you are and not giving a total flip about anything and just smoking smoking darts, drinking beer, and all that other fun stuff in your bright fluorescent pants um, to all those snobby, very snobby uh, golfers out there. Um... Do, 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 do. Oh, and this is this is not football related. I love scotch, 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 scotch. Sorry, I had to get a little puff. Um, <laughs> breaking news into the Jack Podcast Nation. Uh, Danny Clifton has texted me to let me know that, according to a report from Fox News. Um, come on, whoa. Creed lead singer Scott Stapp will play Frank Sinatra in an upcoming biopic about Ronald Reagan. If that ain't the most random story I've ever heard, then I did it my way. Yeah. And that was your bad joke of the day. Please forgive me. On to the Seahawks. Gook, 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 gook. Just pour another drink for the Hawks. <sighs> okay. So. Frick. Sorry. I apologize. When you're trying to multitask here as a single guy, um, um, doing a show and also pulling up stats and everything. Uh, it makes it quite hard. Um, so I'm going to come out and say this. <laughs> if I wanted to watch a team get <laughs> I would have watched an adult film, not the Seahawks playing the Rams this week. I mean, the NFL clearly staged it so that the Rams could get players back. They, they, they had multiple guys on COVID that if this game would have been played on Sunday like it should have, they would have missed. Uh, we're talking like Jalen Ramsey and some other players here. So let me pull up the list of Rams that played that were on COVID. All right, so here is the Rams lineup of players that were scheduled to miss. Safety Jordan Fuller, right tackle Rob Haverstein, tight end Tyler Higby, linebacker Von Miller, Safety Terrell Burgess, safety Juju Hughes, linebacker Ogabayana Okarol. I am gonna not even pronounce that. Offensive lineman Joseph Noteboom, linebacker Christian Rosebloom, uh, defensive back Antonio Brooks Jr., uh, offensive tackle Jamil Demby, safety linebacker Jake Grievous. Defensive line, Sebastian Joseph Day. Tight end, Johnny Mound. Tight end, Jared Pinkney. 
Defensive back, Tyler Hall. Linebacker, Justin Lawler. And defensive lineman, Jonah Williams. We're all on the Rams' COVID list. Um, so what happened to the NFL rule that if you didn't have to, if, if you had, like, like the Rams had 19 guys that were on COVID. Like, why did they get a couple more days to come back and practice? All that did was hurt the Seahawks. In that time frame, somehow Tyler Lockett got diagnosed with COVID and was unable to play. That really hurt them, their team. Um, but yet the Rams got back, like, um, Vaughn Miller. They got back um, Ramsey. Uh, they got back a couple linemen. Like, the NFL purposely wanted the Rams to win this game because they want the L.A. market to thrive, even though they lost two football teams in the 90s. Like, the Rams are hemorrhaging their entire bet that they make it by trading everybody so that they can win now. Okay? Part of being a sports fan is not seeing these super teams uh, succeed. Like, they're, the, the bell is going to eventually have to come toll for the Rams for all these non-drafting players. We've seen it this year for the Seahawks. But it is total crap that the NFL pushed the Rams game back to help them get healthy enough to play. When a couple years ago, last year, the, the Broncos had to play with a wide receiver at quarterback, and we all know how that turned out. So let's be honest. This, along with the penalties... Um, the, the, the first, I, I, the momentum shifted in the Seahawks game. I, I think it was in the, the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Seahawks pinned the Rams deep. They pretty much got them to go three and out. And then the Rams threw a ball to Cooper cup and Cooper cup made this swim move at the line of scrimmage where he, his arm came around on the swim move and held the Seahawks defense back to make it look like holding thus Defensive holding was called, five-yard penalty, automatic first down. Rams would continue, like, all the air got sucked out of the Seahawks' defense because they literally had just driven down the field. A beautiful 70-something-yard drive capped off um, by a DJ Dallas rushing touchdown. Seahawks had all the momentum, and it just got sucked out of the air. Uh, and then driving down to the, the final play uh, for the Seahawks on offense. How you not call defensive pass interference on that ball to DJ Dallas? I have no idea. Like, this is that, – that defensive pass interference penalty is up there with Ben Roethlisberger's phantom touchdown he had at the one-yard line in the Super Bowl for the worst call I have seen go against the Seahawks in franchise history. Top five also includes the New York Jets phantom touchdown um, and also uh, the holding call against Sean Locklear uh, in the Super Bowl as well. Um, like, it, it, it's a joke, okay? Um, Ed Hockley, your boy is a terrible referee. Um, a lot of those calls were also on the Seahawks sideline. Uh, that sideline official, you're garbage. I would find a whole new profession at this point. Um, but we also have to look at it from the other end. Uh, the Seahawks would not have been in that fourth down situation 
if Shane Waldron didn't call a god-awful draw play on third and five with under four minutes to go at midfield and having it stuffed for no yard gain, and now it's fourth and one, fourth and five. Uh, also, uh, the ticky-tacky penalty call against Rashad Penny on that fake handoff, I don't know why Freddie Swain had to do that stupid fake handoff bullshit he did with the, with the oh, I got a fake ball because it caused Penny to jump. Um, but he didn't really jump like you think. He more of like just kind of rocked forward a little bit, and that's what they called. I mean, I have seen way worse egregious uh, offsides get called. Like you had to really pay attention to see the flinch. Like it wasn't that much, but they they called it. It was very, very ticky tacky. Um, Russell Wilson, uh, his failure to complete any deep passes. Um, one of them that people said he should have been caught, um, it, it was the ball that kind of hung up to DK. Uh, if you kind of watch it a little bit, um, there is a backside pressure on the back of the play of Dwayne Brown getting his ass beat again uh, at left tackle um, and causing Russell to step up in the pocket. And because of the step up of the guy coming at the back, Russ kind of had a short arm, like not not just cock, cock it back all the way and let it rock and throw the ball down the field. He kind of like a quick just that down the field, and he didn't get enough uh, velocity he needed on it, and it just kind of died, and that's what allowed the defensive back to come up um, and kept uh, DK from catching that ball. Um, overall, I mean, they had one really good drive, the 70-plus yard drive where they used Temple – tempo they ran the ball like you're trying to run the, the the times they tried to run screen passes against um uh big number 90 aaron donald like aaron donald just ate the lunch like they didn't give up as many sacks as they have in the past but i don't know man like maybe not have two running backs active for that game because um once penny got hurt you could tell it was like, oh, we're going to hand the ball to DJ Dallas a little bit. Oh, S, we don't have any other running backs right now. Well, uh, we're going to try to throw it a little bit, and, uh, oh, we're not going to get there. Or Russell's not going to be very accurate on the short balls. Like, man, I Russ, I want you to do better, but you got to improve on your accuracy, man. Like, this one, two, three, boom, throw, one, two, three, out, boom, to the receiver. Like, Matthew Stafford was just absolutely eating them alive with that um but russ's accuracy just again wasn't there and you'll start to realize like once you watch football enough you'll see the same sort of three tendencies Un uh, the ability to not uh get off the field on third down hurt the hawks uh stupid penalties getting off the field um i do not blame dj dallas for kicking that ball 15 yards down the field uh, after that god-awful pass interference called against them, I would have been hot, too. Uh, if I was Pete Carroll, I also would have gotten a penalty call. Um, also, maybe he was drawn at the officials for it, but everyone came over was trying to get um, DJ Dallas calmed down, which I feel like some of them eventually did. But uh, I didn't see Pete go over there and kind of calm down his young running back. Um, also... Um, now the Seahawks are out. 
Uh, is this is the leash a little shorter for Russell Wilson? Who knows? They are playing the Bears and the Lions the next two weeks. Although people are saying, "Oh, the Lions! Oh God, this is gonna be fun." The Lions just beat the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, like who would have predicted that? Um, being the fact that team started zero and ten, so uh, don't be afraid. Like this is this is. If this team really does fall apart, um, you'll see that, and the Seahawks will, like any bad team, will go on a three-game losing streak right now um, to finish the season. Um, the teams have just quit. So we'll see if the Seahawks, in fact, do quit on Pete Carroll um, or if they will still continue to fight and claw um, to win this game. So, oh, gosh. How long of a podcast is this? Ugh. Another 20-minute podcast? Well, um, if you guys don't hear from me till next time, I wish all of you in Jack Podcast Nation a very Merry Christmas. Have fun. Don't drink too many libations. Um... Hopefully Santa brings you some awesome gifts. Hopefully you gave some awesome gifts. Um, and we'll talk to you next week on the Jack Podcast. So anyways, boys and girls, thank you so very much. Um, yeah, there's not much to say. Um, Seahawks are out of, the pod, out of the playoffs. It's a sad time for all. Um... I didn't want to record any live things last night because I was just so mad at it. Uh, you can probably still catch that frustration uh, this week. So hopefully next week all the Jacks are back on the Jack podcast. Um, and until then, you folks all keep it classy and go Hawks, baby. Beat the hell out of Chicago. Hey, guys, this may sound like shocking to you, but I'm an idiot. I totally forgot to record one part of the podcast. So, here it is. Are you ready for NFL Picks of the Week? Starting out in Tennessee, in the city of Nashville, home of Music City, the San Francisco 49ers travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. No music will be seen by the Titans this week as San Francisco will beat the Titans on Thursday Night Football. On a Christmas Day matchup, 1.30 p.m. in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin in December, Christmas in Green Bay. The Packers are playing the Browns, but the Browns will not be showing up with Cole in the stockings for the Packer fans this year. Green Bay wins it. And our second Christmas Day game, the Indianapolis Motor and Colts travel to the Arizona Cardinals. Indianapolis has a Colt that's running wild right now. He might as well just enter the Indianapolis 500 right now and see if anybody can catch him. The Indianapolis Colts beat the Cardinals in Arizona. 
moving on to Boxing Day in Canada. But this matchup is not Canada. It is in Atlanta with Detroit at Atlanta. Detroit Lions are on a winning streak, baby, as a result of this game. Detroit beats Atlanta. And a battle for NFC North supremacy. Baltimore travels to Cincinnati. Will there be a Lamar Jackson signing for Baltimore? No. Cincinnati beats Baltimore. The Los Angeles Rams coming off of a huge win against the Seattle Seahawks. Travel to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Minnesota does not get pillaged at home. Minnesota beats the Vikings, beats the Rams. Buffalo at New England. Last time these two teams played, you couldn't throw a pass. You couldn't kick a ball in Buffalo. This time the game is in New England. New England only ran the ball three times against Buffalo that whole game and still won. New England runs the ball six times and doubles the score. New England beating Buffalo. And a battle of a complete dumpster fire. You got Jacksonville at the Jets. And what might be, you might just be better off drinking up just straight R&R &R out of the bottle instead of mixing it and watch, instead of watching this game. The Jets beat the Jaguars. And a battle of NFC East foes. The New York Giants travel to Philadelphia. But New York remembers that they're in New Jersey again. And the Eagles beat the Giants. Tampa Bay Broncaneers travel to Carolina. Tom? No Leonard? No Godwin? No Evans? And that equals a loss. Carolina upsets Tampa Bay. The Los Angeles Chargers and their golden Oregon quarterback, Justin Herbert. Travel to the Houston Ash Houston to take on the Texans. There'll be rockets launching out of Herbert's arm. Texans lose the Chargers. Oh God, kill me now. Chicago at Seattle. Seattle out of the playoffs. Chicago out of the playoffs. Whose coach gets fired first? Tune in to find out if Seattle beats Chicago. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. The Ben Roethlisberger walking boot hasn't made an appearance yet this season. Is it going to happen this week? Well, it could because Ben Roethlisberger could die in Kansas City. But the Chiefs are just too much. Kansas City beats Pittsburgh. Denver travels to the new Black Death Star in Vegas. Will Jerry Judy show up in Naki Goose this week? Will Derek Carr finally get the Raiders back to the playoffs? Oh, that's probably going to happen more than Judy not getting Goose. Raiders beat the Broncos. Oh, God. We have to watch this for a Sunday night football matchup. They flexed Seattle and San Francisco all out, but they kept Washington at Dallas. Ugh. God. Ill. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Dallas wins 30-28. to 28. Miami at New Orleans in the battle of best cities to host Super Bowl, Miami or New Orleans. Miami wins 24 to 14. Team scoring the most points this week? What? Is D-Row high? Did he get dropped in the dropped on his head? Is he okay? Did he really just take the Seahawks to score most points this week? Yes, he did! Yes, he did! Yes, he did! Russell Wilson pulls his head out of his ass. Seattle scores the most points. Chicago sucks. Chicago ain't scoring a lot of points. Chicago scores the fewest. That has been your NFL Picks of the Week. Looking at the standings overall. Um, in first place, Kyle had a huge week, 145 points. He might as well just lock this thing up. Uh, in second place is D-Row with 137. In third place is Jordan with 135. And in fourth place with 113. And better luck next year is Andrew Dyson. So that is your NFL Picks of the Week. Tune in next week to see what we have. Who I can't speak right now. I do apologize. All right. Ne- yeah, next week, just tune in and see what we got. I don't care. I'm done. I'm done with this podcast. So go home, boys and girls. It's Christmas. Go have a drink. Go have a cigar. Don't forget your loved one's Christmas present. If you haven't gotten your wife's Christmas present yet, well, you need to do that. If you haven't gotten your girlfriend a Christmas present yet, well, you kind of need to do that. Um, so, yeah, just hopefully you get everything you want for Christmas. So, all right. Deuces. This has been a Jack Podcast Studio production. Make sure to like us on Twitter, Instagram, and check out every Thursday morning for a new podcast.